everyone, welcome back to the Ben Baby Own podcast. And continuing with our goal of reflecting on my experiences at Butler in terms of faith engagement, I thought a great place to go next would be thinking about crew and my experiences with crew. You'll hear more about what crew is um, in my interview, but just as a brief intro and opening, so for your own understanding, crew is an international Christian organization that has a movement, is what we call it here at Butler University, which is really just a student organization um, that's designed to help support people in their Christian faith. So I thought that the best way to go about talking about crew and reflecting on it would be to do it with my good friend, Allison Kinsinger, who I've gotten to lead with and crew from freshman year until our senior year. So I have a lot of similar experiences, um, but also some different and unique reflections on what it's been like to be involved with crew and really have this faith organization be present on campus, on a secular campus. So I look forward to being able to share that interview with you. So today I'm joined by Allison Kinsinger, who is a senior at Butler, and I've gotten to spend a lot of time with getting to know by being involved with crew. And she's also a great friend of mine. And so I thought a great way to reflect on my crew experience would be able to, would be talking about it together. And just thinking about what crew has looked like on campus during our time here and how we've been involved with it. Um, thinking about why crew is important and significant and organizations like that are important to have on campus. And even just some things that we hope are true of crew and faith on campus in the future. So I'll let Allison introduce herself a little bit, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me on your podcast. <laughs> uh, yes, so my name is Allison. I'm from Washington, Illinois. I am graduating in May 2021 with a Bachelor's of Health Sciences pre-medicine degree. I'm hoping to attend medical school in the upcoming years, but honestly, we'll see what the Lord has in store for me. Um, I've been really active in crew since my freshman year here and I'm excited to talk about it with Ben. Awesome. Thank you. So, I mean, let's start with that just right off the bat. Tell me a little bit about what your involvement with crew has looked like and really what that means. What does crew do on campus? Um, how have you chosen to be a part of it during your time at Butler? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know crew existed coming into college. I um, but my roommate did. My roommate took me to the crew house, which is on Butler's campus, just off my first night of college. And I met Jeff and Susie, who are two people on staff with crew, and I got plugged in. So my first year I was involved in a Bible study. I started being discipled by an older woman who just started um, walking through the Bible with me, walking through different scriptures, helping me understand and really was just invested in that first year here. And then sophomore year, I um, started discipling women myself. I started leading a Bible study my junior year and getting involved with leadership and crew. So that, um, that involved becoming vice president my junior year. And this year I led with Ben uh, as we were on leadership together. So it's been nothing I ever saw coming in college, but definitely something the Lord knew I needed coming in, so. Yeah, so crew, just as for our listeners as they're joining, crew does a lot of different things on campus, and um, 
just in terms of its faith engagement. And Crew is even an international organization that works all around the world with college students and beyond in different capacities and in different ways with a lot of unique branches of crew, working with athletes, working with families, working with churches, um, even working with faculty at different colleges, um, working in cities. And here at Butler, what that looks like is um, there's a group of people that aren't on official staff with crew and their job is to help promote um, this movement of people on campus for the sake of Jesus Christ and the gospel. And so we like to say it every week. It's kind of a cliche phrase, but our, our goal is to know Jesus and make Jesus known. And so Alice and I have gotten to be involved with that by um, being a part of Bible studies, by leading Bible studies, by um, leading little discipleship groups where we get to talk more deeply with people, um, by being involved in our weekly meeting, which is kind of like a youth group gathering is something that you could picture it's being similar to where we have some singing and worship together and someone shares something. Uh, and then, like Allison mentioned, being a part of our leadership team and kind of helping our leaders lead and crew is really what that has looked like for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison, what would you say has been kind of your favorite way to be involved with crew or something that you've found a lot of um, fulfillment in being a part of? Well, I mentioned earlier how I was involved in that discipleship group coming in my first year, and I didn't know discipleship was a thing. It wasn't emphasized in my church growing up. I didn't know mentorship was a thing. Um, So when someone came up to me and said, hey, I want to help you understand the Bible more. I want to talk about life with you. I want to be a part of your life and be a listener, a good listener to you. And basically like in every area of your life, point you back to the gospel, point you back to the truth of Jesus. I'd never had that before. And so that was really revolutionary for me in my faith, having someone else to walk alongside. And not only her as a mentor, her name was Emma, but also my friends, like having real conversations about faith and doubts. And I just had never had that coming into college. So that was really life-changing coming in my first year But then throughout the last three years, I've been discipling um, one of my really good friends at this point named Alyssa. I have discipled her for three years now. And seeing her growth, seeing her understand the Bible, seeing her want to spread the gospel, um, going past college or in college, going on mission trips with her, um, it's been a relationship that I'm so thankful for. And like, although yes, I'm her discipler, we've really grown and learned from one another as we walk through faith together. So what about you, Ben? Yeah, I, I think I would have to agree. I, this on the last podcast, uh, I was talking with Dante Macaluso, oh. who, um, we did a lot in the CFE together, but we were talking about how significant it is how significant faith is because it connects to so many different areas of life. Like when you get to know someone on a faith basis, you get to understand more about their culture and their family Mm -hmm. and their values and their morals, their politics, like it influences so much of their life. And so I, I think it's cool even to have these relationships like you were talking about with Emma and Alyssa in a very deep, meaningful setting where you're investing in one another but it comes from a basis of faith. 
-hmm. it gives opportunity for a lot of impact in our lives as a whole. So I think that's cool. I, and I would say something similar. I think that my favorite piece of being involved with crew has been, um, are those Bible studies and discipleship groups, the smaller settings where you get to really get involved and talk with others and, um, yeah, learn more about the Bible and what it says and have that be the guiding force for conversation. Um, yeah, the other piece I think that I've really enjoyed is the weekly meeting and getting to, I've gotten to lead worship for the la- that for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And that brings me a lot of joy to do and just really appreciate the opportunity to be able to do it. And um, there's something really special in I think in Christianity as a whole, where we value singing as a group of people, um, like it's not very present. It is present in other religions, but even just in secular society, like it's not there. And what a unique thing that we have. And we get to sing it, not just because it's cool, you know, not just because it's a fun thing to do, but we sing with purpose and with meaning and with prayer um, and in praise to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do it as a corporate community, not just as individuals. Yeah. So I've loved growing in what it looks like to be a worship leader and um, have loved getting to work with other people and doing that um, and to learn through the process and get to praise God through the process. So that's been something special that I've gotten to be a part of. Um, during crew and we'll see how that carries on to life past graduation but I've enjoyed that a lot yeah um how do you think that you've grown by being a part of crew um leading with crew over your time at college well it's funny Ben could probably speak to this too because he knew me my first year when I had just really reignited my faith life and reignited what it meant to be a Christian. And I think what Ben talked about earlier about how like faith, you know, a lot about someone from their faith. Um, Faith really started permeating my entire life. It didn't just become a part of my life. It was my whole life in college and it's going to continue to be my whole life going forward from college, but that didn't really start coming in. So I think coming in to college, I was very, church was on Sundays, church was before I went to bed, church was before a meal, but not living my whole life dedicated to Jesus. And I've just seen how my priorities have shifted while in college, that it's not about like my success. It's not about my glorification. It's about the glorification of God. And I really prayed that my life here at college looks like that, that it's not about what I do because I think coming in it was and that's still a sin tendency that I have to fight every day um but in really practical sense uh leading with crew I never thought that I would do that um coming into college I was very broken and had a damaged relationship with God that came from things happening in high school and I really had shut God out of my life and so even the fact that I'm able to sit here and say that I was on I was leading for the mission of the gospel being spread is just the work of the the God I serve in my life. It's only by his grace that I can say that. So yeah, I 
also, as Ben mentioned earlier, crew really values the word of God, um, really wants the people who are in the organization to know what the Bible says and to live by every word of the Bible. And I've really seen that become true in my life. I uh, really enjoyed studying the Bible over the past four years with both the people in my class and the people in which I lead a Bible study with. Um, I've just learned so much through that and actually spending time in the mornings reading the Bible um, and being with the Lord personally. I just think everyone who has faith needs to be doing that, um, who's following Jesus specifically needs to be doing that. Um, and so that's something that I'll really carry with me going forward. So That's really good. And I think speaks to, like you said, it, it goes back to the grace of God that he chooses to grow us. And crew is an avenue and tool that he uses for our benefit. But it all goes back to who God is and the way that he works and um, I think that's something that's really valuable that a lot of people that we get to interact with on campus as believers, we really trust that God's going to be working and moving and using us for his glory. And that happens internally and then it affects people around us. So mm-hmm. I love that that has been true of your experience here too. Um, what would you say about yourself? Yeah, I I think that growing up in a Christian home, um, I came in with a pretty solid foundation in terms of what it means to live a Christian life, um, but needed to grow, have needed to grow a lot in the practicality of what that means and how that looks. Um, and needing the Holy Spirit to work in me, um, to change me. So I, I don't know, it's hard to put specifics to it, but when you're in a position where, um, your job is to serve other people, then at different points in your time in college, you're going to get to the end of what you have to give of what you have to offer. And you'll be burnt out and tired. Um, and I definitely experienced that with crew um, at different points. I think even probably the most, well, one of the more significant times was even right before COVID going into that second semester of my junior year during that semester, I was just so exhausted. Um, and a big piece of that was working with crew. Like I would literally at pretty much every single day of the week have something that I had to do with crew and for crew. And selfishly, I was pretty thankful when (laughs) school was canceled because it, uh, gave a little bit of break and space, um, that I felt like I really needed. Um, but at the same time, I think I just continued to realize through that how much like how much I need God and his strength and his energy and not my own. And to grow as a person, to influence other people, to live as a Christian, it doesn't come from our own power. Um, we don't change on our own strength. It comes through the work of the Holy Spirit and being grounded in the word of God. 
So that's, I think, what I've really grown in during my time at Butler for, um, is a reliance on the Lord for sustaining me and changing me and um, hoping and trusting that that'll come out in some good practical ways because that's a definitely kind of a big, easy thing to say. Um, but seeing him work in my life in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. And, and I think a couple of verses that come to mind, thinking about that at the end of Colossians chapter one, it Paul uses this phrase that I really like of striving with all of his energy. It's like the work that we do doesn't come from our own energy. It comes from above. I love that phrase. I, I've always kind of just the last few years, I, I think I read that verse a couple years ago and I've just really liked it since then, striving with all of God's energy. And then the other one I was thinking about too that I think is pertinent to this conversation is just in Galatians 5.22 with the fruit of the Spirit. Like that's the way that we grow as Christians. The evidence of it is that those fruit and the fruit of the Spirit become more apparent. And I think that that has been true for both of us. Like looking at who we were as dumb, crazy freshmen. Yes. <laughs> just weird freshmen. Uh, yep. Growing a lot. Questionable decisions, freshmen. <laughs> yeah, just just strange people. Who even knows what was going on? So, um, growing a lot in those things. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Um, or at least I hope to, to think that those have been more true of me. And mm-hmm. I definitely have seen them in you, Austin, so. Um, yeah um, kind of beyond thinking about just our own lives and even crew internally what do you think is important or makes having an organization like crew important for the overall health of the campus like going beyond just this internal buildup of other Christians which is so important and actually probably plays into this question but even as a faith community in a non-religiously identified university at Butler, what do you think is important about having a group like crew? The word that came to my mind first is evangelism. And I know that kind of rubs some people the wrong way who, uh, don't like people forcing their faith upon them. But I have had so many conversations this year with my discipler, so someone who is mentoring me, where we go out on campus with the heart to share our faiths and to talk to other people about Jesus and to hear about where they're at in their faiths. And most people we talk to, if we do get a chance to talk to them, some people don't want to engage in conversation, but for the people we do get to talk to, it's such a rich conversation in which we're really honest about Um, they're really honest about where they're at and where they get their hope from or how they're struggling and we are able to encourage them with what we know to be true about Jesus and about what he's done for them and about his love for them Um, and I think that there's a place for that on this campus where not everyone's here is going to identify as a Christian but I think that crew um it's just, as you said, a vessel in which we have the opportunity to have these conversations about faith with students on campus to honestly offer hope, offer eternal hope to students on campus. And not that if crew wasn't here, I still think, I would hope believers would still be doing that, but 
I know I would not be as active with evangelism if it were not for crew. I don't think before coming into crew I had ever gone out to share my faith before or didn't know how to share the gospel well. I actually interviewed, I'm um, looking to possibly go into ministry the next year, and one of the questions at my interview was, share the gospel in one minute. And I just think to myself, five years ago, I would have never been able to do that. And because learn, uh, learning at crew, being invested in, and knowing now about the gospel, about the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, I was able to do that. And I just think that everyone needs to hear that. Everyone on this campus needs to hear that. And what they do with that is their choice. But I'm really thankful that crew has given me opportunities to share that with the world. You know, I love that. Some good <laughs> evangelism and, and support of that. This actually, and this is going to kind of branch off even more in a general sense, but um, what do you think makes an evangelistic conversation a good conversation? Hmm. The word that comes to my mind is openness. Like, I sat down with someone... Uh, about a month ago and she immediately told me she's like I'm not a Christian I'm agnostic I don't believe there is a God but I'd be willing to talk to you about it and just like here I'd never heard the gospel before like please share it with me I'd love to just know and I think that honesty um, is really helpful and just having an open heart with it like who knows what God was going to say to her mm. and who knows she doesn't even believe that God is going to say something to her but I think her being open with us about her doubt, about her lack of faith, I really respect it. Because she could, you could sit down and say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, oh yeah, I agree with all this, but that's not what makes a good conversation. What makes a good conversation is honestly disagreement and being able to confront the, the places where we don't agree and defend that, honestly. Not in a, like, I'm trying to convince you my way is right, but wanting to love you so much that I want you to know what the truth of the gospel is. And again, like they get the choice of whether to accept Christ or not into their life after hearing that. But I'm so blessed that we get to offer them that, that choice. Yes. I fully agree. I think that's something that I sometimes am frustrated by, by some interfaith conversation on campus is um, there needs to be this really beautiful marriage in a way of humility and honesty at the same time. Mm, humility, yes. And sometimes there is a lot of humility where there's just, you constantly are agreeing with someone even if you don't really agree with them mm. and you're just supporting what they say is right and you're like, yes, 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 yes. And there's really no depth that comes from a conversation like that. On the other side, there's sometimes questions that are, or conversations that are honest, like almost brutally honest in a way that's aggressive yeah. and um, prideful because there's a lack of humility in it. Mm -hmm. And when those things, when that's present, the conversation also can't go anywhere because yeah. it, it puts walls up. Mm -hmm. And so, um, what you're talking about, I think, is that that mix of the two. It's humility and honesty happening at the same time where you're going in with confidence in what you believe mm -hmm. 
and no fear to actually talk about it and converse about it and share what you think and ask questions about what the other person thinks and really get to know one another and be honest about what you think is true Mm -hmm. of God and of the world. Um, But yeah, it's humble at the same time. You're not coming, you're not coming in with this aggressive, I'm above you sort of attitude. But like you said, like out of love, having a conversation. And as believers, that, that, that should be our motivation. It's because I believe what I, because I believe what I believe is true, I want to be able to love you by sharing it with you too. Yeah. And talking about this together. Because I believe it's important enough for me to step out of my normal daily routine to talk to you about it. And um, I think that's, I love that you said that. And I think that's incredibly important for um one for for crew people in crew to understand people in the CFE to mm-hmm. to be aware of people on Butler's campus and and beyond um to understand the kind of this what a gift it is to have conversations with people that don't believe the same thing as you and gets to be humble and honest in them yeah and be evangelistic in them as well mm-hmm. so um i would agree with you Um, I think also something that I would add just in terms of our significance on campus. um, Alice and I both truly believe that people need Jesus. And like you said, there doesn't need to be an organization to make that happen, to like have believers doing what they should be doing in terms of following what the Bible says. But it's really helpful. Yes. Like we wouldn't be connected in the same way. Um, we wouldn't be, um, yeah, united in the same way if we didn't have a group of kind of this organizing group to help us do what we would want to do, what we want to do of knowing yeah. Jesus and making him known. And so, um, like, it's just a healthy thing for a campus to have groups like crew present because it allows for um, Christians to be united and for people that aren't Christians to see what Christians are about. Mm-hmm. And I think in a really simple way, without a lot of extra pressure or strings attached. Yeah. Um, and so um, that's been a, a neat thing to be a part of over our time on, on at Butler too, is just... It's a cliche metaphor, but really being a light on campus. What does it look like for us to be light on campus? And we're brighter when we're together than when we're alone. So being a united group is really, really important. Yeah. Something I also, going along with that, in being united together and being this light together, like I really appreciate that crew is not just about like sharing this light with one another. Like we're about being sent out. So being sent out on campus, being sent out to share with others, like Ben and I graduating right now, like I feel like the Lord has equipped us in wherever we're going next, that we know the truth of what we believe and we're going to be able to talk about that with others, whether it's teaching in doing ministry somewhere in the working in a hospital, wherever we're at, I think that what God has taught us through leading in and um, being invested in while in crew will 
we'll be able to carry with us for the rest of our lives. So. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're better prepared for what's coming ahead because yeah. of what we've been able to be a part of an experience and lead in during our time at Butler. Um, just kind of as we start to wrap up this together, just uh, I think what are some things that you would like to be more apparent in terms of faith life on campus or that can be specific to crew, but even just faith in general, whatever you would like to share about. But as you look to the future, um, and I know we're not going to be here, but um, what are things that if you were going to come back in five years and 10 years and see be more true of Butler? Um, in terms of faith, what would you hope to see? This is a good question. I think the thing I'd hope to see is people fully living out their faith and being all in, if you will. Um, kind of like how I told you coming into college, I felt like faith was a part of my life and not my whole life. Like, I want to see believers ignited through the fire of the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit, yes. and living in everything that Christ has for them. Like, living in the hope that this is not the world that we're living for, living in the love that was displayed to them on the cross, living in the joy that comes from knowing that this is not all we have here. And I want believers talking about that. I want them to bring up what they're learning with their friends and their chemistry classes about, oh, what you do this weekend? Oh, well, let me tell you about what I'm learning about at church or like, let me share this with you. I just want people, I just want the love that Christ gave them to just be pouring out of them. I want them to be so filled up that it just, they can't not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Paul in his letters, he just, he couldn't not like, confess the name of Jesus. He couldn't not spread the gospel. That's what I want to see of believers here and of inner faith. I just want there to be dialogue. I don't want people to shut down at the thought of talking to someone who disagrees with them. I want them to be open to it and I want Christians to be open to it. I don't want us to stay in our little Christian bubble. I don't want us to keep this light that we have underneath a lamp or underneath a lampshade. I want us to I want it to radiate across campus. So, and that involves talking and having conversations with people about why we believe what we believe. And I think right now in our current climate, a lot of people are talking about why they believe what they believe. And um, we're kind of confronted a lot of times with the fact that this world is, this time in our lives is very short. I mean, we, four years of college flew by this life is going to fly by and I don't want people to waste any time that they have here. So that's my thoughts. Yeah. I was going to say something very similar, just like enthusiasm. What does it look like to be enthusiastic? Yeah. Passionate. What does it look like to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, Mm. all your mind, all your soul, all your strength with everything, with everything. Yeah. And it's, I think there's something about college where it almost, sometimes people come in, ready to get away from whatever their parents have been doing or they're running into social life with zero thought of what is it actually kind mm-hmm. of what's the bigger picture here yeah normally and they come in running to something or running from something, from something. exactly and um sometimes 
like for us, it's like been really, really refreshing. Like we've sought the answer in Jesus. Um, but sometimes I look for the answers to their escaping and their running to in other places. And part of that, I think sometimes like it's not always very cool to be all out, uh, for your faith. Like it's not always the popular thing to do. Um, but I agree. It's like what I would love to see people on our campus be more and more enthusiastic and passionate about what they believe. Um, and I think what you said there too is good. Like, especially in our world today, there's a lot of conversation. I think actually you said a conversation about why we believe what we believe. I think actually I would almost disagree. There's a lot of conversation about what we believe, but not why we believe it. Mm. Like there's a lot of arguments about what it is that we believe and what we think should happen and what has happened. But there's not a lot of backing of why it is that we actually believe that. The beautiful thing for us as Christians is that we have a book that gives us every reason, tells us exactly why um, in the Bible. So that's one thing I would add to is that I would love to see for crew and for Christians and for really, I mean, even beyond Christians, people to know what the Bible says, <laughs> to understand what it, what it is and what it's saying um, and what God has given to us through the book of the Bible. It's how he has chosen to speak to us today. And so we can, we can trust it. We can um, use it as a way to gain knowledge, um, but also I trust it to influence our lives and beyond just things to know in our head, but ways to live. So yeah, passion, enthusiasm, and I think a, a greater, kind of goes along with that, but like a greater groundedness in why we believe what we believe, mm-hmm. not just kind of going with the flow all the time. And that's really true of our world. People just kind of go with whatever's going on, support whatever's going on at the moment in time um, without a lot of, I think sometimes without a lot of thought of why is it that I'm doing this? Why do I believe this? Why do I think this? Mm -hmm. And I think that needs to be more apparent in discussions, not just even in interfaith, not just discussions about what we believe. Why? How did you decide? Like, how did you come to those conclusions? Um, what are the implications of that? Things like that, I think which would be huge things that I would love to see be more present in um, Christian life on campus and interfaith life on campus as a whole. Well, before I'll let you kind of share any final thoughts that you have, but just want to thank you for joining the podcast today <laughs> and for your thoughts and reflecting with me. It's been helpful to kind of think through it together. Mm-hmm. Um, of just what our life has looked like in terms of being involved with crew and the way that it's changed us and its significance to even the greater campus. So um, thank you for joining, Allison. Yeah, thanks, Ben. I appreciate you thinking of me and all that we've been able to share together, our four years at Butler. That was so great for me to be able to reflect with Allison on all of that. I think we touched on some really important things, some really significant things, um, or we're able to just share our heart for crew and for the way that it's impacted us and grown us. And yet there's also some things in there that I probably are interesting to think about in terms of the interfaith world and what it looks like to be um, Christians on campus, but even just people of faith on campus. And 
that really shows up to me in the word of evangelism. And there is this unique thing in the interfaith world where it often seems that we do not want to convince other people that our faith is the one that they should believe in. There's this acceptance that whatever you believe in is okay. And I understand the openness and the heart behind that because there's this appreciation for the fact that people believe different things. And so really this question that I want to pose is, is conversations where you seek to really, you know, this is a word that's used a lot, but convert people to your faith okay? Is that all right? Should that be something that you pursue in your own faith? And I'll give you my personal opinion, because this is something that will probably be disagreed upon um, by different faiths on Butler's campus specifically and around the world. But in the Christian faith, it's very clear that that is something that God has given for us to do. I wanted to read a verse. This comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 16. It says this, From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. That means we don't regard people just based on um, who they are in the world and things like that. We regard them spiritually. It says, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself, meaning Jesus is our Savior. Jesus has saved us when we are Christians, and he's given us the ministry of reconciliation. He's given us the job of helping other people come to know God as well. That is, this is continuing in verse 19, that is in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we Christians are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I know for people listening to this that maybe do not have a lot of experience with the Bible, there are some big words in there. But the basis is this. We as Christians believe that God has saved us through the person of Jesus, the Son of God. And in salvation, he has chosen also to use us to be his ministers, to be his ambassadors, to be his voice in the world, to help other people come to know Jesus and God as well. And so there's some strong words. God is making his appeal. We're ambassadors entrusting to us the message and imploring. There's a strong line. We implore you on behalf of Christ be reconciled to God. So the Bible is very clear that for Christians, their job on earth is to tell other people about Jesus and implore them to believe in him as well. I think this is an attitude that I bring into all of my conversations with people that don't know God. And that may sound sort of aggressive or intense, but it really comes down to this. 
And Allison mentioned this a little bit in her interview. We have been so loved by Jesus that we want other people to know the love of God too. It is not a battle of proving other people wrong from a place of holiness, but it is a desire to see others come to know God and understand his love and understand his truth. Truth is such a unique thing, such a unique word. I believe that if you are confident that what you think is true, then you should want other people to think that also. And so I actually, in conversations where other people are strongly supporting their beliefs and wanting me to think what they think, it gives me greater I re, it gives me greater respect for them because I see their confidence in their faith and what they believe. So I hope people see that in me too. And like I talked about with Allison, it's this beautiful mix of humility and honesty coming together in conversations to talk about faith with one another. The Bible's very clear that that's a piece of our faith is telling other people about Jesus, imploring them to believe too, wanting them to believe too, being active in talking to other people about God for the purpose of maybe them coming to know him as well. I don't know, honestly, what that looks like in other Christians. I don't know what the Quran says about sharing your faith with other people. I don't know what um, Buddhist teachings talk about sharing Buddhist beliefs or, or, or things like that. Um, but it seems very apparent in Christianity that that's what we need to do. It's very purposeful in the Bible. So that's something I would be curious of learning more about from others is what does it look like in your faith to approach this idea of sharing your faith with others with the purpose of them believing what you believe too. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I hope that you were able to learn something, take something away, and be built up and encouraged by it. Please join us again next time as we continue thinking about faith um, through the lens of my experiences on Butler's campus during my four years here.